Behind the Shades. We, we spent two, especially the last two years. I know we touched on that the last time we spoke. We spent the last two years being too serious. Yeah. too serious right we want to protect ourselves in ways that we didn't even think about before right you yeah. stay over there you stay here if you don't have a piece of paper you can't even come outside but i i think we just yeah. need to yeah. figure out you know i gave this example someone interviewed i gave this example i was driving my mother um i was driving a family member sorry to the hospital nothing life-threatening i saw two kids running these kids are running up and down like kids do like we probably did when you we were young right sure they fell. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, two kids have fallen. They looked at each other. They started laughing. Giggling. Yeah. Giggling. Yeah, and yeah. they got back up and they started running some more. When was the last time we did something? Okay. Silly? But legit, let me tell you something. <laughs> the other day, I fell. There's no bouncing back up at 45. You got to take it. <laughs> Okay, this is going to be a slow process. I'm getting back up. So there's some youth. Youth helps some of that, but you're right. We gotta like <laughs> find that in ourselves, find our vitality and our youthfulness and our playfulness, and uh, relax a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. And you're right. You know, I, I see some people fall. It seems funnier. The old when it's an older person falling, it just seems oh, more funny. Yeah. And and I feel bad when I laugh. So sometimes I'll turn my face away, like, <laughs> you know, and you try to you laugh in your in your chest or in your your arm. Like it's yeah. like a sneeze, right? But, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's how we're doing it these days, right? But um but you yeah. but you want that. You yeah. you want that because being an adult mm. is stressful enough. Being an adult entrepreneur is stressful mm-hmm. enough. Being an adult entrepreneur and a parent mm-hmm. is stressful yeah. enough, right? Like yeah. we all look, we all say that we want to be young forever, but we don't behave like mm-hmm. we want to be young mm-hmm. forever. We just want to live forever doing things that may not bring us the most joy. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where I find it's a little, not a little, it's, it's a lot to deal with. And it's unfortunate because um, there's, it, it's, it's tough out there. It's it it out is there. It's tough. So I want to read you something. So the, um, the other day, just yesterday, I went to here in um, San Francisco at the DeYoung Museum. Um, there's an exhibit of Judy Chicago's work. Are you familiar with her at all? Have you ever come across her artwork? I have not, but tell me about it, please. Google or check her out. So Judy Chicago is, um, you know, primarily known as a, a feminist artist. And she, you know, was really her The beginnings of her work were kind of like in the 70s. Um, certainly very dominant in the 80s, but she's continuing, you know, to do work um, today, even, you know, she's in into her 80s. And her most present day work, um, was really there was this kind of series of um, etchings on black glass and exploring death but I want to just read so they have so she writes so she does the image and then she'll write and she says in 1947 Albert Canis Camus or Canis I'm not sure said some of us feel such a desperate weariness 
a weariness from which nothing remains to set us free except death. And what you were just saying there just made me think about that, you know, and I particularly took a picture of that because I think I've been feeling that a lot this year, like weariness and, you know, all of the, the stresses and pressures around like taking care of my mom and trying to navigate that. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about that on the show, but um, my mom is 85. She has Alzheimer's. She's in a nursing home in St. Louis and, you know, the degree of like neglect and like teetering on abuse, right? And trying to get resources for her and get people at the facility to respond and just do their actual jobs, you know? It's, and it's just exhausting and daunting and, and, you know, and yeah, like everything that's happening in our world and um, it seems like we're going backwards and, you know, a lot of ways and, and that weariness. And so we can be very easily consumed by that. Uh, and so how do we press through and how do we find that balance? Like, you know, we're kind of talking about like, how do we stay tapped into youthfulness and joy and vitality, even as sometimes it does feel like life is wearing us down. Yeah. I agree. And I feel bad that you're going through what you're going through with your mother, um, to lose one's mind or Mm -hmm. to start to lose one's mind is one of the scariest things for me. And I could just imagine someone who is going through it because I know, I know, I know quite a bit of the illness of Alzheimer. I know how it impacts people. And some days you won't even recognize the person because of their behavior. And when they look at you, they don't know who you are. They don't know you. Yeah. They don't know you. So I think we need to, I think as a world, we need to seriously pay attention to mental health because not only of what your mother is going through, but you as the caregiver, you're going through your own battle, just doing that. Put away the outside world for a minute. Taking care of someone who's going through something like that is not easy. Right. So I can imagine the difficulty that you're going through, especially when the professionals there's that struggle because they're going through what they're going through too, because (laughs) to be on the front lines in the last couple of years, I could just imagine the overload for them. Right. So that's not me um, minimizing what everyone, what their, what your mother is going through is just, you have the the facility stressed. You have your mother going through what you're going through. You have you, what you're going through as well. Put that all in one jar. What is the expectation though? Exactly. Yeah, we're all stretched too thin. I mean, and it's, you know, such a overall crisis. I mean, you can get very philosophical about it. It has a lot to do with like how we think about elders, I think, particularly in the States. Um, I think it has a lot to do with um, families becoming, you know, less the core or the center and becoming more... um, you know, stretched and spread out and less connected. And there's that. We have a healthcare crisis, like no doubt, like just the systems that are in place for even getting resources uh, are really broken. And, you know, the people in the facility who are responsible for for providing the day-to-day care, they're undervalued, they're underpaid, they're overworked, even before the pandemic, right? And then double, you know, down on that. 
And you have these, like the company that oversees my mom's facility make billions, billions of dollars in their coffers. And you can't, you know, make sure that somebody's there, you know, getting her dressed every day, right? So there are these huge gaps and you feel like you're battling an entire system um, and you can't do that, <laughs> or at least I can't. So like, what can I do? And trying to focus on the day-to-day. And, and a lot of times that's just, you know, in the work of trauma healing that I do in life in general, when we're facing very big things, it almost always for me comes down to like, what's my best next step? Like, what's the smallest next thing that I can do to try to address the situation or the problem? And yeah, Terrain, like this has been going on. I mean, my mom was diagnosed, I want to say in 2005. No, that's, that's not right. That's not right. 2000, like maybe 17, 18. But the the process of watching that deterioration like you go through I was struggling for a really long time until a coach colleague of mine defined it for me and and labeled it as pre-grieving I was like wow yeah that's a really good way to think about this because you're grieving the loss of the person even though they're physically still alive you know the relationship or being known by that person the you know the experiences the memories are you know and then you know, feeling disempowered by a system that makes it so very difficult for, it feels like just the basics. Could we just get the basics handled? You know, oh, goodness me. So that's been, that's been tough this year and it's, you know, kind of escalated and as she's getting older. And for me, there's also the layer of frustration with my siblings who are just not engaged at all. And so like I every once in a while have this like redhead eruption of anger, <laughs> like, motherfucker. like I just get so resentful, right? Like it's on me to, I'm the baby and like, you know, I'm the youngest and, um, and it just, it makes me so angry at times that they just basically have checked out, like, no, we're not going to deal with that. We're not going to, you know, it's too hard for us to face. Uh, so I have to work with that too, right? I'm gonna go get some more.